0: Now and Again is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage, Keanu, and more, head on over to cageclub.me. That is cageclub.me. Welcome back, guys, gals, non binary pals, to Now and Again, Season 1. Of the emotion minute, this is—is is this? This isn't even on emotion. Actually, I just realized that this is on the deluxe version, track fourteen, going into extra innings on emotion. I'm Chris Podcasts. That's Nico Vasillo, buddy. This is like this is your draft pick on this season.
1: Oh yeah, this is absolutely one of my favorite pieces of music by Carly Roy Jepsen ever. I think there's something so killer about this whole song. First of all, I think this is. One of the closest she gets to asshole singing I think at one point she kind of sounds like Wayne Newton on this song oh, Wow that She's, she's kind of like I didn't just come here to dance
0: You're right you Yeah, you know you're right. what
1: I mean Do you yeah. know what I mean
0: Yeah she does say it like she's in a Jane Austen novel Dance
1: Yeah it's a little too much Wayne Newton Up in there But so then the, the chorus The verse is really fun and we get to that pre-chorus And that's fun but then we get to that that chorus, and like it's that it's the minor to the minor to the major seven resolve to the next minor to the minor to the major seven resolve, and it it's that longing, it's that uh, atmospheric fun of '90s dance music, but actually good.
0: That's funny that you said that because I was going to say that this might be the least '80s of anything off of emotion. I mean maybe that's why it's not a uh, a canon emotion track and it's on the bonus stuff Um, but yeah it's funny that you said that because it it doesn't feel like an 80s song to me
1: no it doesn't it feels like it's own thing and I I just find it to be a really exciting song because it's conversational in like in almost like a funny way it's conversational hey Joe is calling me over yeah Tino is calling me over but I only came here for you. Like, that's that's very... I can hear myself saying that to a guy, mm-hmm. and I don't mean that's silly, but, like, you know, I can be like, hey, you know, Joe's calling me over, and, like, Tino's calling me over, but I only came here for you. It's, you know, you. Yeah, yeah. you're in the corner, but something has taken me over, and I only came here for you. Like, I can see my that, like, all of it, that would eventually be like, dude, why are you narrating fucking me? Just fuck me already. But, you know, like... <laughs> Well,
0: yeah, and we, we kind of said that in the emotion episode, but like, uh, I mean, I didn't just come here to dance, if you know what I mean. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean, Carly. I sure do. She means fucking.
1: She sure does. And <laughs> I feel like, I feel like it's a really safe kind of fucking too. It's, you know, it's, it's dirty club fucking for sure. But it's not like dirty club fucking. I don't know. Is it just that Carly makes, is it Carly Ray makes dirty club fucking classy? Is it just by being Carly Rae it's instantly classier? Because that's what it is. I feel I feel like whatever happens between me and Carly Rae with this song playing in the background, neither one of us is going to forget it and we're both going to have a great time. You know?
0: From her DNA alone, like Canadian club fucking has to be at least slightly more polite.
1: And I feel like it involves more poutine afterward instead of fries. <laughs> Because, like, after a night of after a night at the club or at the bar, you have to go to, like, Denny's or a diner or an IHOP. Yes. And you get fries, and you try and absorb whatever you can. And then you make the decision if you've either sobered up enough to bring the person home or you have not sobered up enough to bring the person home. And really, either way, I was definitely bringing him home. It was just a matter of what kind of sex we were having.
0: Yeah, after you get to third base with someone, you go and take them for a grand slam. Oh. Puns. Beautiful. Um, so, from an in interview... Your- yeah, thank you. Um, it belongs in the museum. From an interview um, about what the song is about, uh, she mentions, and "This is this is quote." Um, I began that song idea two years ago with two friends, two Canadian writers, Joe Cruz and Tino Zolfo. We were just jamming one night late and had a proper whiskey each. It was just in that jam session moment when you're not really thinking about writing. The bridge came around and I shouted at one of them, "Hey, Joe's calling me over. Tino is calling me over," and we started laughing. And I just said, "I'm keeping it." I like it. Later, I brought it back, and I brought it to Lucas, the songwriter and producer. Uh, they were really digging it. Obviously, we changed a lot since then, but we kept that part. And yeah, I didn't know what she was saying there for uh, a very long hey, time. Hey, Joe's
1: calling um, me over. Tino's calling me over. I only came here for yeah. you, though.
0: And I think this is, like, a super relatable song. And not. I think most of Emotion is really relatable. I mean, we've been talking about why Emotion works as a full album. And I, I don't think this came up. Like... there is a simplicity to the feeling of just like longing like like a crush um it it takes you back to that like i don't think there's ever an age where it's not okay to have a crush on someone like you're that's always going to regress you to like late middle school like high school age you know and there's always something kind of fun and exciting about that and that's that's okay and songs like making the most of the night um let's get lost, like just driving in a car with someone you have a crush on, like that's a fertile ground for both emotion, like emotion to pull songwriting out of. And this, this concept of this song, maybe you don't necessarily want to be at a place, or maybe you weren't planning on going out that night, but you did because you found out that someone was going to be there. And like, yeah, your friends might be there, but like, I don't, I'm only here because that person is here. There's something about that that is super relatable, and I think everybody has kind of had that feeling that experience there's other songs about it alkaline trio has a song called don't say you won't um that is also about that i'm sure this is something that's been mined for content a bunch but it is a very relatable feeling on an album that is really like the feelings in it are super relatable without feeling infantile and that's why emotion works that's why you can come back to it over and over again
1: I agree. And I, that's why this is actually one of my choices because I got the deluxe edition right away. So the first like six months I had this album, my last track was Favorite Color, which, mm-hmm.
0: which oh, I love. And it's one.
1: such a great last track too. And mm-hmm. this song got me so amped for that incredible come down, that beautiful crash. I just think it's a really great piece of high energy dance music. And I think. It's really funny that that's what inspired the song because that's the part that kind of gets stuck in your head. Like even if you don't know the words, like you didn't know the words, you know, you could still go <laughs> mm, blah 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 nah, blah 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 nah. and you're you're fine. You're having a great time.
0: You sounded like a, a circa 2006 Nokia ringtone.
1: You're welcome.
0: I I love how much of this song. Well, so you you called this song a dance track, and I think that's very logical because there's like no ver- there's no verses in this song really. There's quick little burst of like, it's your fault, baby boy, you're the one who sparked this. Shine a light with your eyes onto me in the darkness. Then we're just back to the same stuff we've been doing the whole time. Dip right back into that again. And then it's just it's kind of, you know, instead of verse chorus verse, it's like it's just mostly chorus in this song. It is very much a dance song. It is very repetitive. Um it is very instrumental. It is a dancing beat, I think you said it was very 90s pop, you would know better than I do I believe you, uh, yeah it does feel like a song to dance to more than anything else on an emotion
1: 100% and I think it's a great way to transition us out of this record, I think it's a really great way, it belongs at the end of the deluxe edition
0: yeah this, I mean for me this was always like you, like you said, one of the closing songs, for me um, actually now that I now that I think about it, mine didn't end with Favorite Color Mine went Favorite Color, Never Get to Hold You, Love Again, and it was weird to find out that that wasn't canon, because, you know, I, I mentioned on the last episode about thinking the trilogy of Making Most of the Night, Your Type, Let's Get Lost, it was like, maybe is the strongest part, is without a doubt, it's not maybe, it is the strongest part of the album, but that combination, Favorite Color, Never Get to Hold You, Love Again, I love that three-song block as well, but it's just not on the album. <laughs> like, I'm a little sad that the vinyl is not a deluxe version, because... That's some of my favorite songs, and I just I just don't have them um, outside of digital. And but this this absolutely fits into that as well. Like it is, you're right. It does build up to those closing tracks so well. And that's I didn't just come here to dance. I'm Chris. Podcasts. That was Nico Vasilo. We'll catch you on the flip side.